ready to create and grow the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. A bigger audience, more impact, and a new revenue stream. We'll show you how. I'm Jenny Barcelos. And I'm Sandy Connery. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. everyone and welcome to episode seven of the Soulful MBA podcast. I'm joined with my co-host Sandy Connery. Hey Sandy. Hello everybody. Hello. And I'm Jenny Barcelos and this episode is all about grit. So grit is maybe not the most fun and inviting and warm and cozy topic to discuss on a podcast about sort of soulful entrepreneurship, but we think it's actually really an important conversation to dive into. So Sandy, why don't you first start out by telling me kind of your thoughts on what grit is and how you would define grit? Sure. I agree that it's not the prettiest even sounding word, but when you have grit, this is what's going to make you succeed. And I think grit is that just downright like stick to itness. I think that's the word my grandmother used to say, that determination and that just that wanting something so bad that you go through anything to get to that end goal. And we see it all the time uh, with clients and people that we've coached, those that have grit and those that don't. And it's a very clean break of who makes it and who doesn't. Yeah, I think that's true. And I also would add that I believe grit is a skill that can be learned. And I don't I think that people have maybe a more natural disposition towards grit. Like some people are more naturally inclined towards having grit and perseverance and some are maybe less inclined towards that. But I still think if you're intentional about developing that skill, you can develop it. And I also want to just point out that that this conversation that we're having is largely influenced by a book by Angela Duckworth that came out called Grit. Um, and we're actually going to talk a little bit about her. You can learn more about her work and her TED Talk. We're going to post that as the hustle for today's episode. Um, but she has a really, I think, powerful way of describing the, t- the topic and the term. And she talks about grit as being the passion and perseverance for long-term goals. So passion is something that comes up all the time in entrepreneurship, especially in the wellness sector or in like self-development or, or like health, healthful work. And we often talk about passion for the topic itself. Like I'm passionate about yoga or I'm passionate about health coaching or I'm passionate about like self-development. And that is great. But having a passion for the actual kind of content of the topic itself is not the same as having passion for the the business or the passion to create a business or the passion to become an entrepreneur. And just because you have a passion about a particular topic doesn't mean um, you're really driven enough to be successful at, at the business side of it. Yeah. I think, I think you hear a lot of times that people don't want to turn their hobby into a business because they'll lose their interest. And I think this is sort of along yeah. that same line is that you need to have the passion for creating a successful business and not just the topic itself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you also have to be interested in and curious in learning new things and and a willingness to fail. And we've talked about failure already a bit on the podcast, and I think it will always be a, a, a topic that we dive into because it is an ever-present part of entrepreneurship. 
And it's, I mean, those of you who, for example, are yoga teachers, you know that this is true. I mean, with the clients and the students that you work with, you're always trying to help people push past their own self-imposed boundaries, right? And often that requires a willingness and an openness to fail or to fall or to fumble. And that, that that's no different than what we're saying. We're just talking about it in the business context. And I just want to point out too, that like, it's not you do one hard thing and it's over. Like it's a constant commitment and willingness to do hard things over and over and over again. And that's the comparison that we hear all all the time about this roller coaster ride of entrepreneurship, and that the you can you know reach a high or reach a you know a great experience or lots of sales or happy customers, and then it doesn't stay there. It never does. And to accept the ups and the downs are part of developing that grit within you that, you know, love them, love those moments, uh, feel joyful about them, but then get ready because something else, else will change. And it's, and, but then when you're in the, in the, in the downside, it's like, this will change, this will change. And it's the ability to ride those out that really, really develops that is grit, like a, a character building thing, you know, like it's, it's this, it's part of who you are and you can, I think you can get practice and get better at being gritful. Is that an adjective? (laughs) I think you just coined one. Yeah. I mean, so a couple of things, I think Angela Duckworth, if you want to dive more into her work and if you're, if this topic is interesting to you, I'd encourage you to do so. Her book is, is she's an academic, a psychologist. And so her book is a bit dense (laughs) and thorough, which is awesome, but also will take you a little while to get through. But she talks about how grit is actually like this key driver of success in, in, in like these researched communities. And she studied people who were high, high succeeding spellers in this like national spelling bee. And she studied like West Point students and um, people in different professions and people who do sales jobs. And she, she really found that like more than any other factor, more than like health or IQ or upbringing or wealth or whatever, like you can, you can account for all of these measures and markers of success that like grit tops all of those things. And so I, I I think that's why we decided to make a whole entire podcast dedicated to this because so often we're focused on techniques, like learning and mastering particular techniques to, to help you find success. But what you should know is every single tip and tool that is out there is going to change and evolve. And you like, chances are some of those ones that you try, like you follow a tutorial that I made or that someone else made on Facebook ads, for example, and it won't work for you. And it, it, it's not necessarily because you did something wrong or you made a mistake, although that's possible. It also could be just like the changing landscape. Like the landscape is always evolving in online business in particular, and you have to be comfortable with rolling with the punches and with learning to be okay with things being different than you expected and maybe harder than you expected at times. And Sandy, I want to point something out that you like going back to what you just said a few minutes ago about how we have this roller coaster ride and there are highs and lows and you're not always going to stay in a high, of course. But part of what will happen is that once you reach a new level of success in your business, your mindset and your goals will shift to an even higher expectation of what success should be. So it's not necessarily like you dip down below where you were. It's just that you're, you have a new set of expectations for yourself and your growth as a business owner or as an entrepreneur. And like often you won't 
reach those new expectations on your first try. So even if you're not all of a sudden going backwards and falling, you're, you're still going to run into the fact that the more successful you become, the higher your goals are going to be. And with higher and higher goals, it, it gets more and more challenging to reach them. So just know that like the emotional part of this is real. Yeah. And it can be really difficult at, at times as you and I both know, yeah. but I think just the awareness of this concept would, can, can bring you through some of those darker days, right? Just knowing that this is part of it. This is normal. There's lots of people who are currently going through it and will go through it and you'll go through it again. Just that awareness that this is part of it and it will change is mm-hmm. a really powerful, a really powerful thing. Yeah. And, you know, Steve Jobs has a quote and I don't know the exact wording of it, but he's, he's like remembered as having said that perseverance is like the key to half of the success of entrepreneurship. Like it really matters. And so if you're a sensitive person, like I, I'm a really, really incredibly sensitive person emotionally, you really have to develop capacity to deal with disappointment. Like you're disappointing others or you're disappointing yourself all the time, because if you have high standards and you're putting yourself out there in the world, you're making your art, you're showing your work, you're going to have critical feedback and you're going to have failures. And just the way it is like the only way to stay safe it, the, first of all, there's no way, but, but the, like you can stay safe for a little while by hiding. Um, but that's not going to last, right? Like you'll suffer from other issues. So I don't know. It's just, it's just meant to say like this whole journey of entrepreneurship, it really needs to be looked at as a marathon. Um, and I think like, honestly, I like to think about it in terms of like three years, like I've been doing this now for three years since I first decided to try on entrepreneurship and learn what it would take to develop a software company. So Sandy, you and I both started at the same time, although you mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. were in a different phase of entrepreneurship before. And I would say finally, like, honestly, finally, it took almost three years. Like it was just sometime last fall where I felt kind of legitimate as an entrepreneur in my own mind. And, and I mean, I still, like, I still have many days where I don't feel that way, but overall, like something clicked for me and it was just about three years into the process. And that's three years of, of like trial and error, the school of hard knocks, building something, building something else, getting a lot of negative feedback, getting a lot of positive feedback, like, I mean, the roller coaster of a lifetime and it, and it's years in the making. And I still feel like a beginner, you know, three years in. So, um, I would say three years is a good amount of time to say committing to entrepreneurship, like even seeing if it's a good thing for you and like really putting your heart out on the line. And who do you think it's not good for? Like in those early days, do you have any sense of, what people should be watching for when it's like, these are signs that you are just not destined for this. Yeah. If, if it doesn't feel worth it. Right. I I mean, I, it's hard to put it into like hard and fast rules, but I, I think it's, there's going to be, there are going to be things that are terrible. I'm trying not to swear right now. Just profanity. <laughs> like there are going to be bad days, like lots of hard things. There are going to be good things for anyone. I think starting a business, there are going to be fun parts like making your website or logo. At least that, that, those parts are like easy and fun for, for me, but there's lots of hard stuff too. And, and so like, I think you have to feel ultimately like the good outweighs the bad and that, or that the, the hard things are okay to, it's okay. It's worth it. And 
I don't know. Like if, if you have some expectation of quick success and that's all you're interested in, then I would say absolutely don't bother. Like that you don't need to do that to yourself. Like if, if, if you're happy kind of working for other people and you don't want to make the next few years of your life about kind of hustling to create a business, then don't do it. Like nobody says you have to do it. Not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. Um, and you know, in our soulful MBA paid course and program, Sandy, we talk about the sort of difference between entrepreneurs and freelancers, like riffing off of Seth Godin's work a little bit. And I think that there's, you can be an employee, you can be a freelancer, which is like the next kind of baby step away from employee, or you can be an entrepreneur. And I think that honestly, the big difference is between freelancer and entrepreneur. I, I think like being an entrepreneur means like committing to creating something new in the world. And it's, it, it means committing to kind of like really putting your best work out there, even though you have no expectation that it's going to be successful and doing it anyway, day after day after day for many years. So if you don't want to do that, then, then like I would say, don't take this on, you know, but I would, I would also say like, try to really give yourself the time and space to, to kind of envision what being an entrepreneur would, could mean or would mean for your, your life and your family and your future. Cause I mean, I'm really biased, right? Like we're both really biased. Like it's really worth it, but you have to be all in. You have to enjoy the process. Yeah. You have to, like, you have to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. I, and I, you know, I will just, uh, Sandy, when we were preparing for this episode, we were kind of like rattling around some thoughts. And one of the things that I brought up, I think I want to go ahead and share here. And it's just about my experience going through law school and becoming an attorney and, um, like you have to want it, right. It's the, th- it's also three years and at least in the U S and then there's all kinds of other stuff like <laughs> studying for the bar and like taking the exam to get into law school that bookends that with some more time, but it's essentially like three plus years of your life. And a lot of that's going to be really hard. And a lot of attorneys will try to dissuade people from going to law school because like, why would you do that to yourself? I sort of have a different take on it. Like to me, I mean, there were lots of times that were hard there. I had professors, like I cried on the way to school for my criminal (laughs) law teacher because every morning that I had criminal law as a 1L because he was a terrifying human being (laughs) who who, like intentionally tried to make people cry. (laughs) So I don't know if you don't know about the Socratic method and sort of like legal education, that's a whole other thing. But there were like lots of really, really low lows, but I felt like overall like time of my life was, was some of the best, those were some of the best years of my life. I was learning and growing so much as a human being. I was developing and building relationships that are in my mind last going to last my whole life. I was really like growing into myself as a thinker, as a person, as a scholar. Um, I wouldn't change it for anything. So even though like day to day, like lots of it was really hard. Like when I wanted to like go out and go exercise or go do something fun with friends and I had to stay home and study all weekend, like nobody wants that. Who would want that? But, but like the reward is, is huge. Like I have this set of skills and I have this identity and I got to develop my way of problem solving that I'm so grateful for having. Right. So, so like, and to me, that's a hundred percent worth it. So it's, it's, it's like the same thing with entrepreneurship. I mean, I think the last three years of starting a company, a software company 
are far more challenging than law school ever was. And I think, you know, I don't know what it's like for any of you to start a wellness business or to grow it online the, the way that we've, you know, done with our work here at the Namastream and the Soulful MBA. But I will tell you, it's not all going to be fun. Like it just won't. But that doesn't mean that the process itself isn't wholly worth it and enjoyable and exciting. Yeah. And the, and the risk is we don't want these amazing teachers and coaches to not go ahead with this. Like we don't want them to fall away and, and quit because of one dip. We want them to yeah. see this as a as sort of zoom out and see this bigger picture and, and, and persevere with this. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is a tool designed to help you teach, train, and coach from anywhere on the planet. If you're a wellness professional looking to take your business to the next level, you can learn more at namastream.com. The other thing you brought up before we started recording was the idea that people can have a lot of grit in different areas of their life, like a personal trainer or someone who's really into fitness, they have this crazy amount of perseverance for that subject area in their life where they may not, and I will use myself as example, I'm not very, I don't persevere in my own physical fitness as embarrassing as that is to admit, but I am full in with the business, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You push yourself way more in some ways than others, right? Like I'm not Mm -hmm. out there running ultra marathons. I was hiking with my family the other day and there was like some kind of ultra mountain race marathon going on on my island. And I see all these like tough men and women like huffing around in the snow. Like it just, I, I like want to be that kind of badass person physically, but full of grit, full but of like, grit. but I'm not like, I, I can do my like sprint triathlon and be happy <laughs> and my like half marathon. And I'm not going to do a hundred mile like trail race. Like I, maybe I don't want to say never. Cause it, like I was twinkling in my eyes as I watched these people, but I don't have space in my life for that right now. And that's a choice, but, but like the, just because you're, you're going to go do your like hundred mile trail race doesn't mean like you're going to be willing to stick with a business when, when like you run into a roadblock, right? Like it, it, you totally can have grit in different areas of your life. And I think if you do have like a, a, a really strong sense of perseverance and maybe the physical sense of your life in the physical realm, then I think you can take what you've learned from developing that grit or honing that grit in that one area of your life and apply it to another arena. I certainly feel like becoming a lawyer really helped me become an entrepreneur. Like, I don't know that I would have put up with all of this if I hadn't already sort of like put myself through this like torturous process of becoming an attorney. So, so like I learned a lot about perseverance and like what I'm capable of doing. Like, I just remember like studying for the bar exam, like sitting in a hut in Cambodia for like while I was working and I had, anyway, <laughs> like I had moments that were unbelievable, right? Like uh, that took unbelievable, like sh- I feel like strength in on my part to be able to do like, and, um, and so when things have gotten hard in this business, I'm able to like, remember back and reflect back on like, Oh, Hey, remember when you were like sitting on the floor in like the Seoul airport studying for criminal procedure? Like, yeah, this is better than that. Like, (laughs) and you can do that. You did that. You can do this. And so 
I don't know. I, I think like many of you, all of you have something that you've persevered at, you know, in your life. And I think using that as a template to work from in this new arena is really useful. And I, I don't want to paint entrepreneurship or building a wellness business online as this horrible, nasty, terrible thing you must go through to reach the this beautiful end point. Like, I don't want it to That's sound right. so, so <laughs> negative, true. right? Like there's the majority of the, the, the days are fun and pleasurable and rewarding and exciting, yeah. right? It's That's just, it's just the awareness that you are, you won't stay there, but you know, hopefully there'll be, you'll be able to get out of your dips faster, you know, the, the more and more practice that you get at this and just your mental ability to, to deal with some difficulties, to deal with, uh, you know, a couple emails from clients that are, that are frustrated, angry, confused, or whatever, negative in some way, or technology that won't work or technology that changes, or the, just that feeling of frustration. Like I can't figure this out. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how to do it. Like that sort of anger that kind of bubbles up. You get practiced at knowing how to deal with it. And, and I think I've said this before that one of my strategies is to walk away and stop if yeah. it's just not happening. And I'm so frustrated and for example, I was trying to apply for an EIN number with the IRS in the United States because I now own shares in an American corporation. Oh my Lord, it was so frustrating, right? And I just hung up. I just hung up. It was just so horrible. So yeah, it's just it's just the the ability to deal with it and to to see it again, just to see it in a more positive light. But I don't in any way want people to think that it's going to be awful building. A no, business. no. And I don't mean to paint it like that. And truth be told, you know, we don't run a wellness business. We run a technology company. <laughs> and so the, to the elements of what we do, Sandy, that is mm-hmm. running a wellness business or an mm-hmm. online training program, like that is so light to me compared to running a software company. So I don't mean to paint it like that, but I, part of what I I've noticed and what I've noticed about myself and, and like, you know, observations of you as well is that you know, this is not the only thing that we have in our lives, right? Like I have a small child. I started this company with a little toddler. And a lot of the time, especially early on when you're putting into your business is at night or on the weekends, right? Like you have other stuff, you have a job, you have, maybe you have children or you have other things in your life. So this is an, and this is an extra, especially at the beginning. And so there's nights where you're tired, and you have other stuff to do and you want to like finish the dishes and you, you know, you want, you want to like relax or watch Netflix or whatever. And I guess a lot for me of the struggle with entrepreneurship has come like from being like, no, you need to stay up and finish this. Like this is worth it. And that to me, it's not because like the work itself is so hard. It's more like fitting it into my life is a, is a complicated choice. And I know we have a lot of moms you know, in mm-hmm. our, in our company, like a lot of our clients are, are moms or dads of young, young kids. And those, those hours are precious. Right. And so if you're like, f- like fluttering around with a camcorder and you can't get the settings, right. Like that's frustrating. It's not really like the end of the world and it's not terrible, but it's like, Hey, this is, this is like my precious time that I could be taking a bath or, you know, like reading a novel or something. And I'm choosing to do this. And like, I don't even like camcorders. Right. And we get that kind of stuff a lot from our clients and it's a choice. And you know what? I think if you're like, Hey, this is worth it to me. I'm going to embrace this. Like this, like the Zen of the multimedia equipment, <laughs> like <laughs> it's fine. And you like figure it out, like 
I can't even tell you like how many questions we get, like people email, like all the time in our Facebook group, like an email, like I can't get this piece of equipment to work or to work with this other one. Right. And what do we do, Sandy? Google. Google the owner's manual. And you know what? That usually fixes it. So it's just, and then you're like, hey, I figured this thing out myself. Like I'm strong. I'm a powerful force in the world. I could figure out how to make these two pieces of equipment work together. And there's, there's moments that you and I have had, like, I love those moments where something does feel difficult and hard and I don't know how to do it. And I'm going to give the example of our countdown timer that oh, we had man. in some emails. So <laughs> this, so we had a, a webinar and we were making a, a, an offer to our followers and it ended on a certain day at a certain time. And we had a countdown timer that was, we were putting on the website um, and also inside the email. So if you opened the email, it said you had two days and four hours left. And that thing drove us yeah. insane. But, you know, the feeling of the figuring that out, like that perseverance to just keep reading the help documents, get on the chat with the dude who teaches this stuff. And, you know, like it felt so good to see that darn thing work in the emails, right? Yeah. And now we can do it. I can do it in five minutes. And and so I just, that, that part, even though it's a negative, it the positive is the, that's such a satisfying feeling when you figure out something difficult, whether it is a, you know, what adapter do I use for my camcorder or something as complicated as a digital countdown timer inside an email. Yeah, sure. Or it's <laughs> like how to, how to get like Twitter followers or whatever. Like we, it's all, it's endless. Like the things that you can learn are endless in this, in this business, at least like it's always, it's an all ever evolving landscape. Like it's so funny. I was just doing a some social media training. I'm always doing social media trainings. It's like a weird tick I have. <laughs> anyway, I was doing a program that's a little bit outdated and there was all this talk of Periscope and like now nobody even uses Periscope anymore. It's like, cause it's like from 10 months ago, this training I was doing and I was like, wow, you know, it's always going to be like this. Like we, you're going to always be learning always be growing, always be like developing new skill sets. And like a lot of it's going to become obsolete. I know we, <laughs> with Nomstream, we've just like revitalized our whole platform, right? So we have teachers who spend time learning the old one, right? And some for some of them, that's frustrating that now they have to learn a new platform. It's the same thing with, you know, we have to, to stay up, to stay kind of modern and um, viable as a company, we have to update our interface. And it's the same with like every social platform and every, like even your f like firmware and your hardware, like it's, you're going to have updates to your camera and you're going to have updates to your phone or your apps or whatever that are going to challenge you. And so grit in, in this like online business world is about being willing to be like, Oh, Oh, well, <laughs> I guess I have to learn this now. I guess like this software update ran and I'm going to have to figure out this new button and what it does. And part of it is just being like, okay, cool. That's what I'm doing today. Um, that's my job today. That's my job today. And, and so it's sort of like a, in some ways it's an element of flexibility. I would add that in. And then I, I think it's also like we alluded to earlier, this like long-term commitment to, to sticking with something as long as it feels right. Like there's still something that's in there in your gut that has to like resonate. Right. The long game has to be part of what you're doing for it to make any sense. Because I, I guarantee you, you can't predict like short-term success. Some of you will have it. Um, we've seen it happen. It happens. You can't make it happen. I don't buy that at all. I think, you know, anything that's going to happen in the first three to six months is just pure luck. And everything after that, I think, can be very intentional and very purpose 
purposeful and driven and sort of data driven. But if, you know, you can't expect anything out the door, it may happen for you. It's going to be a combination of a lot of factors that you can't control. (laughs) So I don't know. That's it. That's, that's great. That's it. Yep. That's it. Let's jump into the joy and hustle. Yeah. So the hustle is, is this Angela Duckworth kind of body of work on grit. So she does have a book and she has an audio book that she self narrates. Again, it's a, it's a long one. So we recommend diving into the Ted talk first, and we'll link to that of course, in the show notes. And if it's something that you find interesting, I think if you're a parent, you might be really interested because a lot of her casework has to do with children learning in the school system. So just for what it's worth for parents, you may want to dive a bit deeper into the work and learn how to cultivate grit in your children, but just have a go with the Ted talk at first. So I may listen to that TED Talk with my son who has decided to go into French immersion into grade seven. Awesome. And that is my biggest fear with him. You know, what will dictate success with him going into a, a second language in school is the grit, the perseverance, the ability to stick with it. That's that's my, it's not about that can he do it? It's will he will he persevere? So yeah. that that is a great idea for parents. The joy... We wanted to offer you something that in those moments when you're frustrated or scared or nervous or angry or in those low points, we wanted something visual for you that you could look at, glance, remind you about that concept of grit, that the passion and perseverance, the grit. So we are going to suggest you take a look at letterfolk.com, which is this really cool kind of old school sign where you like press the plastic letters in and you can change it and put your a motivational quote or your goals or some kind of phrase or anything you want that's visual that's up on your wall that you can turn and look to and remind yourself of what you're doing and why you're doing it. And this is a little trendy. We're being a little trendy by saying yeah, this know, right it's now. Kind of fun. It's a, like if you listen to this in a year, we're going to be horribly outdated. But a lot of Instagram <laughs> people are doing, a lot of people are using these little boards on Instagram. And it's like, it's like the old school for like offices, like Mad Men or something. It. I love it. I love it. But I'm also like a pop culture junkie. So, <laughs> but, but like a few things that I would recommend putting in your little letterboard or like printing out as a quote or something. I, I've seen a great like graphic quote going around that's just re- the words relentless perseverance. And I love kind of like really short, quippy quotes or quote boards or things like that, that just like get the message across that you can just like glance at kind of almost out of the corner of your eye. And it's just a touchstone to remind you of what's important to you and what you committed to. So relentless perseverance is one idea to put on your little board. And the Steve Jobs quote about perseverance is also really good. And we'll put that in the show notes. And then there's another thing that I have seen and a lot of parents have up in in their homes, especially I follow a lot of mommy bloggers on Instagram. And, um, there's something to the extent of, will this be important a year from now, you know, and just, that's also kind of the essence of, I think, acknowledging the role of grit, right? Like don't freak out over things that are really kind of tiny and mundane and that you can just deal with. And then you don't have to think about anymore. Like grit is sort of this willingness or dedication to just doing those things that don't really matter and not getting too worked up about them and dealing with them and then focusing on the bigger goal and the longer term goal. So with that, that wraps up our episode on grit. We'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Bye. Soulful MBA is not just the name of our podcast. 
It's also the name of our premium business course and community. If you are a wellness entrepreneur who dreams of growing your business online, but you're not clear on your next steps and you wish you had someone to guide you, then we've got something for you. Get Soulful MBA's first syllabus and three free video lessons by heading over to soulful.mba sample.